Hey. Welcome back to another episode of the Banter Bar. Nice to see you again. This week is um all BJ's. I'll let him tell you. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, BJ's is a restaurant, and they recently allowed us to start ordering cans online. So, of course, I did, and they brought us six lovely beers, three of which I'm guessing won't score too high for Joseph, but we're going to go ahead and give it a shot. And get back to asking just some normal questions. So we're going to start out with the Brew House Blonde. They are all really cool cans, though. Yeah. I was surprised. I thought they would bring you, like, just cheap-ass plastic cups or something that had beer in them. But not so much. So these were, like, delivered then. Mm-hmm. That's cool. If you've never been to BJ's before, it's one of those restaurants that has spectacular food and a really, really big menu. They also let you order samplers, so you can get, last time I was there anyway, you could get what's called a flight. They'll give you basically four of these full of whatever beer you want that they have on draft, and they have a lot. Uh, but these are their beers that they brew and serve in-house. Question. Is it best to cuddle before sex or after sex? It's actually pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll give that one a six. I'm actually going to agree. I don't normally like Kolsch as much as some of the other light beers, but this one's doing it for me. So, sex. Do you cuddle beforehand or afterward, Joseph? I would say afterward. Why after? I, it just seems weird to cuddle before. Yeah? I mean, to me, I don't know. Cuddling to me is like a, a different type. It's not sexual to me, I guess. Okay. This wound up here because uh, it's been a big point of contention in life for me there uh most people that i've known or been with or whatnot they have this this build up uh cuddle beforehand sort of thing and that's yeah i tend to agree with you something i want to do afterward yeah but i'll take it either way as long as there's sex involved so called committed i couldn't tell if it's a committee or committed. Committed. On this. <laughs> and this is a double IPA. IPAs are really high in calories. Like you'd think the chocolatey stouts and stuff would be highest, but the IPAs tend to have them beat. Hmm. And it's probably because there's a lot going on here. Oh, oh man. I think you had a double IPA on a different episode. I don't remember what it was. I think it had a two on it or something. To what degree should children be sheltered from the real world? I can smell the bad. I don't remember off the top of my head. I know that hops can be added at different points of the brewing process. And maybe that's what it is. Either they're doubling the amount of, of hops that they're putting in or... They're just adding it at different intervals. 
which I think a lot of beers have hops added at different intervals. So it must be like a large amount of hops in these fucking beers. You didn't pour it out for the most part. No, so the thing about that one is it's so overpowering with it that it's it's less like it tastes less like a scent. Okay. If that makes sense. Does this come closer to marijuana for you? Like the smell of marijuana? The taste of these sorts of beers? Has that come through at all yet with even the double? Because I've always thought that IPAs tasted the way that, like, a bag of weed smells. No. No? Not for me. Okay. It was so overpowering that the floral taste kind of wasn't there. Mm-hmm. It was so much that it wasn't there, if yeah. that makes sense. It's a heavy beer. Yes. It's got a very, very different taste. But I'll give it a three. Okay. It's pretty respectable. It may actually be the highest you've rated an IPA so far. Uh, don't get too comfortable with the double IPAs. <laughs> this, I'll go ahead and admit, this is the best double IPA I've ever had. I knew that going into it. I'm still going to say eight. So, it's pretty special because it's really the only one that I know that I care for. Uh, sheltering children. I worry about sheltering them from certain things. But I worry more that I'm going to be tempted to shelter them too much. In the end, it's going to be their life and they're going to have to go out in the world and understand how it works and do it to it. But that's just my opinion to each parent their own. And that having been said, I rambled. <laughs> have you placed your context or thought about it a little yeah. bit? I mean, the only way I really shelter my kids is as far as... Like, I don't like them going, I don't like them being like I was. Like, I would run the street till 11, you know, and be out anywhere in the city. My mom wouldn't know, you know. I guess it was just like that back then. It wasn't as big of a deal. And it, it sucks because at the same time, it's like, I want them to go out. And make friends on their own. Mm -hmm. And be, you know, that way. Like, have friends and running around with people in the neighborhood, whatever. But it's just, it's so scary. Because if that chance ever came and it happened, I'd be like, if I just did not let them go outside, that would have been, you know. That's the way I shelter my kids. I think you and I, while both great parents, maybe we swing in opposite directions. With regard to that, because I, I, and I do worry that having grown up the same way that you did, pretty much in the same neighborhood that you did for the most part, um, that I undervalue the danger. And when you stop and think about it, yeah, I remember some of the first things I remember being out with a group of kids and strangers trying to pick you up in a car. And I learned really fast. That doesn't mean other kids are going to. So yeah, shit like that. Most definitely. This free range children thing. I don't recommend it. I don't know that I'm going to get behind it. I'm going to be a little more involved than uh, I think our parents were able to be. Our mothers were able to be, that is to say. Uh, But yeah, you make up your own mind. I, I think we just 
need to make sure that we're we're doing right by the kids no matter what. So that's a hard thing to know. Yep. Because one minute they belong to you and they're yours to protect, and the next they're not. So not an easy thing, not an easy topic anyway. I want to drink this yep. red, so... Irish style red. Somebody was on drugs when they wrote this. I don't do drugs, sir. <laughs> Unless you count alcohol, which sure I do drugs. Would you rather occupy a city in the sky or a city at the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> I can't even explain the way this smells correctly. Again, with beers, you're going to get sometimes something in the way of like a metal smell, copper, uh, nickel maybe, something in that, like if you ever had a bunch of pennies, that smell, but this actually smells good. It's got like this creamy note on the top that makes you want to drink it. That's a red. 7.3%. Yeah, BJ's wants to get you fucked up. Apparently so that once you're already in there and you've eaten your meal and you've been drinking their drinks, that you'll also order their dessert. Because, you know, a waiter or a waitress is not happy until you have ordered dessert. That that tastes like one that we've had before. And I can't remember what one it was. But it, it's a lot like it. And it almost has a chocolate hint to it. Like, yeah. It's pretty good. It's not bad. I dig it. I think you're picking up on the Irish style. Which is most likely the type of grain that they're using. And they just toasted it a little less than they would if they were making a stout. Which is the darker, I think like Guinness. A lot of the beers that we had on the black and brown episode. Yeah, I think it was a Guinness. Like that. I do think it was a Guinness. Okay. By the way, a recommendation before we rate and answer this question. Uh, if you're ever at a restaurant... And you are ordering a plethora of things, or even if you're just not sure what you want, ask your server what they recommend. It's going to make their day, for one, and two, you're probably going to find the best thing on the menu. I do it with drinks a lot, so. But if you're ever ordering, like, a, a sampler of something, you know, you pick the few items you know you want, save one for what the server would recommend. Because they're there every day. They know what the fuck they're talking about. Subscribe. They might bring you back some shit from the kitchen. It ain't even on the menu. Secret menu. Mm-hmm. Do you know that's a thing, right? Yes, I do. Okay. I think I talked to you about that already. Yep. But yeah, secret I watch menus. videos online. A lot of people trying secret menu items. I don't know. Most of them don't seem too secret. It's like you could just order a bunch of this stuff and make yeah. it yourself. But. Well, what's funny is half the time, well, I won't say half the time because I don't really know, but a lot of the time, if you try to order that, you have to tell the person how to make it. How to make it. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Arby's, I remember they had such a weird smattering of things that you could work with. I'd make all kinds of shit just to try. Yeah. Why not? Anyway, what do you think about the beer? Um, 
I'll give that one a six too. It'd be a seven. Seven for me. So, uh, city in the sky or a city at the bottom of the ocean? Where are you trying to live, Joseph? Uh, city in the sky. It seems like, in my head, the majority of people are going to say that. Why? Why? Yeah. Uh, less to worry about. As far as, even if I can, like, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about the city as being like a dome. Mm-hmm. I was thinking as if I evolved, we evolved, to be able to breathe underwater. And it was like, you know, Spongebob type stuff. Are you cheating your way out of this question? Are you saying that you would still have the ability to jump into the ocean and go to the bottom if you wanted? No, no, no. But you want to live in the sky? What I'm saying is, if I lived at the bottom of the ocean, there's a lot more, I feel like there's a lot more predators down there than what's up in the sky. Okay. Like, um, you know, whales, sharks, like, just different things now if it was like domed where those things couldn't get in i would still choose the sky because water freaks me out okay i'd feel like at any point you know like i could watch those movies like uh deep blue sea or abyss so what's funny is my mind jumped to danger immediately and when we were talking i realized that for some reason i was putting a dome on the underwater place but i wasn't putting a dome on the one in the sky like, you'd just magically be able to breathe the air up there, but you couldn't underwater. Well, I mean, how far are we talking in the sky? Dude, because I, you can breathe up I, in the yeah, sky. Yeah, I know. I I mean, are we talking, like, outer space or what? You want to say, like, right in the clouds or something? But then, then you realize you could go to, you know, the capital of Colorado and look to your left, and there's a city in the sky just right next to a mountain. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I would have to say bottom of the ocean. Just because I think it would be cool. I think if like a meteor or something ever hit the earth or we had some sort of natural disaster, I'm more likely to survive. Um, that oxygen in the ocean isn't probably going anywhere anytime soon, so that'll be accessible. Plus, if that dome cracks and something happens, I don't want to fall out of the city in the sky and fall to my death, you know? But that dome cracks. I don't think it's going to be... Like, you're not going to be that person in front of the glass, like in the abyss or whatever the movie is. Like where you're like, no, not me. Not right now. No, it's just going to be like, boom, over. You're dead. Well, when I think of sitting in the sky, I don't think of a dome. I think of a, a floating ship. Like this big, giant ship that just kind of barely moves through the sky. Right. Like, no, I, I don't know, like this same. giant flat ship type thing. I'm with you. I just, so. I tried to call you a hypocrite in the beginning for saying you could breathe underwater. And then I realized I was putting an oxygen dome on the underwater place, but yeah. not on the one in the sky. Right. Anyway, I think uh, both would be cool <laughs> to an extent. Maybe. Yeah. Well, plus it's dark all the time. If you're uh, at the ocean. That's true. Or at the bottom of the ocean. Hop storm. IPA. It's funny, because that's a ship on the ocean. Yep. I float in the ocean. Okay, so... Mm, This smells good. What's the dumbest way you've heard of someone dying? (laughs) 
Are you going to peel it? I was looking. It's like, I don't notice that on other beers. It seems like it, the can's actually... I think it's because it's a printed. restaurant beer. It's just printed on there. Yeah, yeah, this is just wrapped. All right. India. Hmm. There it is. There um, it is. If I'm remembering correctly, by the way, India Pale Ale came from when ships had to take beers on long journeys. Uh, basically, we've talked about it before, the hops, they create an oil that preserves the flavor of the beer. So the flavor of the beer would last longer, but it did create this really heavy hop flavor in beer. And burps, apparently. It's another eight. One. I'm in a mood. One. It's a one, one, one. What is a one? Awful? Yeah. Okay. What's sad about this question is I used to watch shows about, I think it was A Thousand, thousand Ways, ways to, to Die. die. <laughs> yeah. And there are books and movies and all kinds of things about Darwin Awards, which is the dumbest ways that people die. But I'm struggling to think of a single one right now. Amazing. Which has to say something about how stupid I am. Or just that you put it out of your head. I don't know if this counts, but you hear sometimes of people dying in like six inches of water. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not a toddler. You know, it's not a kid or a baby or anything. It's an adult. Like, how? How did you manage that? I never asked the question, so I don't know the answer. But This question makes me feel dumb. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We'll just take a nap. Bee booby. That's a robot nap noise, not a human nap noise. Yeah. Oh, fine. Got it. So, I do remember now the show. So, the, apparently there was a guy who had one of those remote starts on his <laughs> truck. Okay. Good start already. And it was a... They don't normally put them on stick shifts because obviously if you, they have a clutch safety switch, which means you have to push the clutch in mm -hmm. to start the vehicle. Okay, well, those can be disabled. I disabled them on every stick shift I've ever had. The only thing is if you disable them and the car's in first and you go to start it, the car will just, it'll actually move as you're trying to start it. So it's basically a jolt. Anyway. It was on the show, so I don't know how true it is or if it's true, but it's pretty dumb. So the guy had it, and he was trying to show one of his friends, um, and they were like, in, he was parked behind another car, okay. and they were standing in front, and he started hitting the button to remote start it, and it went, and crushed him in between the cars, and apparently it killed him. Oasis Amber. 
lower in calories and carbs. So I don't know when it says amber because I've had so much beer and yet and never, you enough, never beer. enough beer. beer. I don't know if we're looking at something darker than a red or paler than a red. Mm. I'm hoping paler than a red because I like a pale red, if you know what I'm saying. No, it's not pale. I'm not trying to hold your hand, but you were babysitting it. Aww. It's a toasted grain for sure, and I really enjoy that flavor. Um, I figured you would appreciate it because it, it's like a darker version of the Kolsch. Yeah. But it's got none of the, the hop bite to it. Yeah, it's not, it's not too bad. I'll go six on that one as well. Seven. I just, I don't feel like I can go any higher on any of these yet. It's just drinkable. If you, if you're in the mood for something slightly darker than what you're used to. Oasis Amber, get it done. When playing pool, do you prefer solids or strikes? I prefer solids. Hmm. Do explain yourself, please. I I don't really have an explanation. I just... It seems right. I like the color of them better, I guess. Okay. It, I'm just more drawn to them. Like, I feel better... When I'm like, I'm solid. I don't know why. When we're driving to the new house, there's a Mustang in one of the parking lots on my street that has stripes on it, like the racing stripes. And every time we pass it, my son says, look, it's a race car. And for some reason, I had it in my head. You were going to say stripes no matter what for that reason. Oh, no. We should play pool more often. There would never be an argument because for me, it's stripes. Because I can't stand, especially when I'm drinking and playing pool, trying to pay attention to where the eight is until I'm out of balls. I want to be completely out of balls on the table and then worry about where that fucking eight is. Next beer is the Baby Piranha. Piranha Pale L. And it's underwater. <laughs> yeah. Like me in my ocean city. 5.7%. Pale ale is one word away from India pale ale. Which should cue you into the fact that this will be an ale that's pale, <laughs> but has quite a bit of Oh pop God. character too. Yes, it does. It's not. You didn't even have to say it. I it's not it. a lot, but I've heard him talk about tasting hops in beers in the past that I taste no hop in. So it's got a good head. Have you been caught masturbating? <laughs> it's the first time BJ's has given me good head this entire episode. What does that say? It totally smells like an IPA. Yeah, not as strong though. It's close. Yeah, it does have a okay. Yeah, it is second close. drink made it stronger. Yep. If you're looking for a go between, 
between your normal ale, maybe a strong ale, and you want to get close to an IPA, try the piranha. Yeah. I think what I like about this is sometimes when you're at a restaurant and you order a flight, that shit will sit there. And you can tell it's been sitting there because the beer gets super warm by the time they bring it out to you. And then you don't feel like you're tasting it the way you should be. Yeah, I definitely feel like these beers would be the worst ever worn. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm, at least three of the, them. Yeah, the the real hoppy ones. Yeah. Oh, that would be so bad. This one might be all right. These two would definitely lose the red and the blonde. They lose a lot when they warm up. I'm gonna give that one a three. Okay. Again, these all fell six or three for me, pretty much, except for that one. That was my, uh, my one, yeah. Yeah, which the surprise there was your double IPA that you gave a three to. Yeah. For the Piranha, I would say a six. It's good, it's drinkable, but when I taste it, and this is... I would be in the minority, so don't don't listen to me. But I want a stronger hop taste. If you're going to take it this far, go the rest of the way. It's not far away from an IPA. Yeah. No, so it no, just no, makes no. me think it's like a low-calorie, weak-ass IPA. But still tasty. Mmm. So you've been caught masturbating? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. More than once? You had this look like, dude, <laughs> once a month, bro. So what's the uh, worst? The worst? Or your first, you know? Like yeah. what's, what's your What's your favorite story there? Yeah, my first was uh, probably like seven. Me and uh, my big old teddy bear on the couch. <laughs> A teddy bear? <laughs> A teddy bear, dude. Uh, I was going to town on that teddy bear. Yeah. How old? Probably about seven. Okay. Dude, I I knew what I was trying to do. <laughs> I'm going to tell my first story. I have multiple, but let's tell the first that I can remember. Um, Was I was in the living room. I was in a chair facing the TV. And I heard something behind me. I'm in there. <laughs> fucking Star Trek. It was uh, Seven of Nine, I think, was the character in that. And my mom was behind me trying to walk quietly back to her bedroom because I guess she found me doing what I was doing and tried to just walk away without saying anything. <laughs> but I totally, I totally knew she was there. You having a good time? Yep, I'm ready. All right. I'm ready to start now. Well, we're finishing. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but... Who knows what's to come, but we'll find out next Friday on The Banter Bar. This is Joseph. I'm Shane. And we will see you next time. I'm going to go eat. Hey, booby. I'll just leave you a little sip in case you want to go I back.
guess we'll see you next time. On the banter bar.